Hello and welcome to the Real Joey Boats Podcast. Welcome back. This is the stories of my struggles, my victories, and my losses, and how I overcame insurmountable odds to win through the fights of my life. So, welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome to, uh, we, uh, I guess I'm finishing the segments today of Living with Disabilities. I'm finishing uh, part three, part three of Living with Disabilities. So, title on this one, The Darkness and You. So, this is going to be a little bit of a tough one to talk about here for me. So, buckle up. Let's get to it. So, all right. Let's, let's just get ripping here. All right. I love that line. It's a good buddy. My buddy Chris uses that. Let's get ripping. I love that. Um, so this is going to be a really tough episode for me, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it because, well, no better time than now, right? And and for me, being a disabled vet really uh, was the catalyst, like living, like getting the disabilities and living with them was the catalyst to uh, the darkness setting in on me. So yeah, um, that's why I want to cover it. So, you know, the skinny, the skinny to it, man, life, life is hard. It can be stupid hard. Uh, and with your disability, it can be even harder. And, you know, if you are willing to, or if you're not willing, I should say, to not put in that work, to not be a tough person, to not roll with the punches, you can let it get to you and turn you into this negative, hateful, angry person. Just, you know, and once you kind of become like that, the darkness can really set in. So, you know, you, you can make it a lot harder on yourself. So it doesn't have to be that hard though. I mean, life is hard in general, right? We all, we all get that. We all get like hard things in life. Even, even I get, you know, things that are really hard and we just work, we just work at it, right? We just work at it. We just work through it and we execute things smartly and it becomes not so hard, does it? Or we solve the problems no matter how hard they are because it's life. You know, if we just give up, we die, right? That's how it is. I know this for sure. I know how hard it can be. And even if you're kind of stubborn and hard-headed and let's just say stupid, that how much harder life can be because I know personally I was stupid. I I did dumb things. All right. I made my own life hard. And this, some of the stuff that I did, I'm not going to like go into detail on what they were, but uh, obviously if you really want to know, hey, I'll talk with you about it what was I doing? You know, what was I doing? I was, I was treating family members and friends like shit. I was being unaccountable. I was being unreliable to them. I was, you know, like for example, borrowing money or just, just being narcissistic and stupid and stubborn and selfish and only thinking about myself and not thinking about other people that were actually really like putting themselves out on a limb for me, so to say. So there's that. Uh, you know, <sighs> sorry, sorry, just thinking about it, it's kind of tough. So, so I was doing that. If you're doing that, you know, uh, you're making your life hard. Nobody, yeah, there might be some external forces to that, to, to uh, your life being hard, but I guarantee you there's not that many external forces. Remember, a lot of your problems are your own damn fault, okay? Yeah, there's some things that aren't your fault. But, and that's fine. We we handle that. We do what we have to do to take care of that. But the shit that is your fault, please take responsibility for your problems. Um, you mess up, you own up, 
you, you know, that it's, it's basically like as when I was an alcoholic and I was drinking, you know, I was blaming my drinking on other people and on other external forces, like what I went through and what happened to me as in like the divorce as in all, you know, her cheating on me. That was the reason I started drinking heavenly. And like, I just felt sorry for myself and was blaming other people. So instead of taking responsibilities and owning up to the fact that, you know what, maybe a lot of it was because I chose to be this way, even though those external forces happened. And instead of dealing with all those external forces or dealing with those problems, I just turned to a bottle and blamed it on other people or blamed it on alcohol. And no, I'm not going to sing that song because no, that's not the what, that's totally two different subjects. Well, whatever, I digress. So, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'm talking about really is I didn't take responsibility for anything, not even myself. Like I, I didn't have that integrity and I didn't have that accountability and I was just being toxic. Once you become that negative, angry, toxic person long enough, the darkness will start to really set in and the darkness you emit will envelop you. You know, I have a great example because I was admitting that hate and just that anger and negativity to people and even about the world and just just things around me in general and just admitting that darkness and soon it enveloped me and I became something that I hated and that was a horrible person because I knew horrible people at that time and you know the people that made the conscious decision to uh, sleep with a married woman that, I mean, that was like, and and kind of wrecked that home, like, yeah, you know, I let that get to me instead of going, hey, that's not my fault. That's something I can't control. So I took it personally and I let it get to me. And that was just a small one of the things that I let get to me, okay? And a lot of the other things were just going broke and not having a home and, you know, or, you know, because I was stupid and I got kicked out of the home that I was in because I was dumb and I treated people like garbage, uh, and stuff like that and being in toxic relationships with women that I had no business being in a relationship with because they were just awful people. And I became one of those awful people. You are who you really hang around. So if you hang around with nothing but awful people, you become an awful person. I'm, that's just the way it is. I'm sorry. It happened to me. And then when you let the darkness set in, that's when the demons come. All right. That's when those demons that can destroy your life and the life of your loved ones come in because they do not care. They have no remorse. They have no pity. They have no mercy. And they will destroy everything that you know and love starting with you. And if they don't want to start with you, they'll start with your loved ones and make sure that you destroy their lives or you make their lives hard because all those demons want is they want you and other people around you to be like them. That's all they want. And they will stop at nothing until they get that. Because you welcome them in, alcohol, alcoholism, drug abuse, sex addiction, sex, not in a healthy way either because let's, you know, maybe that's a different story for a different day, but there is healthy sex and there is unhealthy sex. Okay? And, you know, eating disorders, isolation, subjugation in relationships and abuse and narcissism. The way the demons can take control is numerous and all of them are dangerous. All of them, guys. All of them are just super 
dangerous and can be very, very deadly. Like I said before, some of those demons took control and I started drinking heavily. And I was treating my friends like garbage. I was treating my family like garbage. I was becoming unreliable and unaccountable and just overall toxic to people. And it led me to associate with those toxic people. And then I called those toxic people good. We all know certain toxic people in our life. And nine times out of ten, the most of you are listening to this podcast, you do not associate with those people. Or if you do, um, I'll be honest with you, they have to grow on their own. And you have to leave them be. Um, you know, whether they fix themselves or whether they, they're not, that's not something you can change. You can't change or save a toxic person. All right. The only person that you can change and save is yourself. So worry, you know, like, like, you know, worry about yourself. Just worry about yourself. You know, I, I was okay with using people. Um, I let them use me. I didn't care. I reckon that can cause you to go deep down and do some really dark shit because, you know, whether it's addictions or whether it's using people, um, you know, I didn't commit any heinous crimes. Okay, I've committed I committed a few in the past, uh, but nothing heinous, uh, nothing bad, um, nothing just off the off the chain. Really, okay, I got in a couple of fights, um, did some disorderly stuff, but I've learned from that. Okay, um, I found myself on the jailhouse floor. Okay, I spent two weeks. In the Hamilton County uh, justice system, um, just kind of thinking about what I did, and uh, that helped a lot. And I've never gone, and ever since, and it's been over ten years, I haven't gone back to that life because uh, one, that place sucks; uh, two, that place sucks; and three, uh, the food sucks. Oh, and four, that place sucks. So, yeah, I don't, I don't recommend uh, one star. Um, sorry if you work at the Justice Center. Um, I apologize. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have a very good job, but uh, I one star would not recommend that place to stay. Uh, you know, not not a very good hotel. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's get into how do you recover from that dark, the dark stuff? How do you how do you get back from that? How do you stop being such a a, a butthole. How do you stop being such a, a turd? How do you stop being such a terrible person? And the you know, in those demons have now come in and taken control. How do you fight them? How do you stop? You know, because I my for me, besides finding myself on the floor of that uh, that 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 holding cell that I was in, that huge holding cell that I slept on a cold floor. The only the only one besides that kept you know, that made me realize that I got to defeat these demons was when I put a freaking gun in my mouth and was about to pull the trigger. And luckily I didn't because obviously I'm sitting here talking to you now. So the only way to win, the only way to defeat those demons is to fight them on their own turf. You got to fight them on their own turf. You got to attack them where they live. You know, so basically they're forced to come to the light and they're more vulnerable there. You also have to fight them in the darkness. You gotta whether they come to the light or not. If they don't, guess what? You gotta fight them in the darkness. You have to use it against them, because honestly, like they're in the darkness, they think they're safe. All right, and increases. They think they're safe there, and your chances of being victorious are are, are pretty big that you're fighting them on their own turf. Okay, 
you know, it really worked for me. You know, after my second surgery, I looked at my friend Marie and I said, I'm in a really dark place right now. And she looked at me and she didn't understand it. And I kind of didn't really explain to her or anybody that, hey, there's demons that have been plaguing me for years. I have to handle this now. I have to like, I, th- I this stops, the, the, the buck stops here. This stops here now and I'm ready to get on with my life. Uh, so it was probably around like 2013 when I said that, like I'm ready to get on with my life. Like I'm done. Uh, I'm done being their bitch. Fought them on their own turf. I, on their own turf. I just basically dived headfirst into the darkness and fought the demons there and made sure they didn't win. And I handled it smartly. I did it smartly. I didn't stoop. I didn't like sweep anything under the rug. And, you know, you basically have to maintain that, that goodness and that, and you have to maintain the goodness or the demons are going to come back. So, because if you don't, you, you give them an inch, they take a mile. So don't let them gain one inch on you because the moment you do, you lose. So if you, if you stay ahead of them in the game, you know, if you don't let them gain an inch, if, if you do that, you're going to win. You're, you just, just stay in the fight, no matter how hard it is, just stay in the fight. Don't ever quit. Okay. That's part of the, part of my mantra is like, don't quit. And that's why not because like all oh, this workout is hard or this run is hard. Yes. Those things are hard, but when you fight the demons, your own demons on their own turf, that is hard. Okay. But you can't quit. You cannot quit. Basically, just a few things that, you know, really to remember to keep the demons away. Uh, stay true to yourself. Stay true to the new you. Uh, you know, I, it's going to be tempting to go back to you, but if there's something that it, that is that was a horrible part that helped you get into whatever you were part of, you have to get away from that. So if it was your alcoholism was hanging out with a certain group of friends at a certain bar or whatever, you have to get away from that. You have to not be part of that life anymore. And because those demons are just waiting for you. They're waiting for you in the corner of that bar. They're waiting for you in the corner of that buddy's house that you go to to drink PBRs or whatever you drink. They're waiting for you. So don't. And there's demons waiting for you at, at when, as soon as you open that case of beer or that, or that malt liquor or whiskey or whatever you drink that's waiting for you. Or maybe if it's cocaine, maybe you're addicted to drugs pills there's demons are waiting for you wherever wherever you were doing that or however you're doing that they're waiting for you right there okay so stay true to the new you if you're clean stay clean and practice the certain things you need to do to stay clean okay don't go back to that life that was helping to cause those addictions and those issues in the first place all right develop you know okay next is develop a sense of respect Respect for others, and most importantly, respect for yourself. Okay, that's that's one of the most important things. If you know, you have to respect yourself to respect other people. It all starts with this self. Okay, self-respect. It's very, very important, and it's going to help you respect other people. It, it, you know, ultimately, it it will. You know, so just develop that sense of self-respect. Start with you, like I always say. Start with you, and go from there. Develop some moral ineptitude and stick to it. You know, honestly, like things are going to change, but it's okay. Don't be afraid of that change. 
but don't be a stubborn ass either. Change if you have to change. Don't don't be like one of them like that old Coors Light commercial where like, oh guys don't like change. Oh, Sam Elliott. You know, don't don't be like that, okay? Like because dude, he's got a bunch of money and I guarantee he changes a bunch of time to get that money. So it's alright. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be a stubborn ass. Just don't. If you are, it's just gonna hurt you in the long run. Open yourself up to change. Don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid of somebody else's ideas. Don't be afraid of outside help. You know, develop a set of principles. And what do you mean? What do you mean a set of principles? Hey, I'm a parent. I don't have the luxury of principles, okay? I know what they mean and I understand them. <laughs> but develop that set of principles and kind of live by them. But when I say a set of principles, don't be like, well, by principle, by principle. No, don't live by principle. Just develop some principles and kind of institute institute them in your life a little bit. Uh, make sure they're good principles. Don't get don't mistaken mistake what I say and develop bad principles. Just don't do that, okay? Because then you're going to go back to that life where the demons are. Excuse me, where the darkness is. Don't go with the flow if it suits you better, okay? Don't don't just do what everybody else does just to do what everybody else does. If that doesn't suit who the, who the new you is, don't do that. Uh, for me, it's one thing that's like, you know, there's a lot of things that I like that other people like. And there's also a lot of other things that people like that I don't, and I don't care for. And uh, because that's, that's me and that's who I am. You know, it's okay to change things every once in a while and give things, give new things a try. Like I said before, don't be afraid of change. Go ahead and try that. Right, so what I'm going to say now is a really hard subject. And if you're disabled, you, you know, I'll explain what I mean. But the world doesn't owe you a thing. Okay, the world does not owe you anything. What I mean by that is, yes, you know, you're a veteran or you're disabled or you're a disabled veteran. You know, you are entitled, not entitled, but you are, you do have a right to certain things, but you have to ask for help. You have to research them and you pretty much got to like say something. You can't just sit in your house all day and wait for them to come to you. You have to go to them to get the help that you need maybe or, or whatever you want. Or if you want to, like, like I did at one point, increase uh, my VA disability rating, you have to go talk to somebody okay they're not just going to do it automatically because i'll be veterans listen to me once you're discharged from the military you're no longer their fucking problem okay once you're honorably discharged or or not or whatever you're no longer their problem so do what you need to do to make sure you have what you need to survive or what your family needs to survive stop crying about it and just go get the help you need it'll be easier because look they don't they don't they don't know you exist unless you introduce yourself, unless you go to the VA or unless you go to that place that you need to go to or your social security office, whatever you have to do, you, you have to find a ride to find. If you have to find an Uber, if you live by me and I got to give you a ride, shit, I'll give you a ride. I don't care. But you, you can't just sit by and wait for things to happen because it doesn't work that way. Okay. You got to get off your ass and you got to go get it. If you are a veteran, if you're a disabled veteran, you're still a veteran. Act like one. Society holds you to a standard to be an honorable, uptight, respectful person 
that that honestly is very kind and and and, and selfless. So and um, there's some veterans out there that are the complete opposite, and not many people want anything to do with them, and they don't know why, and they wonder why, and they go, well, why? I don't understand why people don't like me, and you can't really tell a person say, hey, it's because you're an idiot. That's why people don't like you. That's not going to work out. That's not going to bode well for you. It's different for me saying this podcast. If you're a vet, act like one. Live with honor. Live with respect. Live with virtue and principles. Be kind. Keep serving. All right? That is one of the most important things. And if you're not a veteran, act like a stand-up human. Act like a good person. Be a good person. Don't act like a good person. Be a good person. All right? Same with veterans, disabled or not. Be a good person. That's all there is to it. Just be a good person and, and, and keep serving. That's one of the most important things also too is to keep serving. Find somewhere to volunteer every once in a while. Yeah, if you have a full-time job, you have a full-time job. But every once in a while, volunteer. Take a weekend out of your life that what are you going to do in that weekend anyways by sit and watch TV or scratch your balls and watch Netflix? Nothing. All right, go volunteer instead. Do something bigger than yourself. And I'm not talking about working at your job because you're just helping somebody else pay the bills and you're helping yourself pay the bills. Change somebody's life. Go out, serve six hours, eight hours, five hours, a couple hours, whatever. Make somebody's life change. Change somebody's day. Make them smile. Do whatever. It'll make you feel better in the end. It'll truly, truly, truly help. And, uh, you know, before I wrap it up, one more thing is, hey, you had the courage to beat the demons. You had the courage to go to the darkness and defeat those demons and kick their ass where they live. You had that courage. So you have the same courage to ask for help if you truly need help. But you have to speak up and you have to ask for help. Don't just sit on the couch and expect somebody to come save the day because that's not the way it works okay you got to go ask for help that's all i got that's all i have for you folks today and that's all i have in this series of living with disabilities life can be hard life can be tough but that's what uh you know folks like me are here for we're uh, we're here to help you through your struggles um you know your victories your losses let's talk about them just like i'm going to talk about them all right and how we can overcome those odds. All right. You know, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for uh, listening to this series. And I look forward to speaking with y'all again next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Joey Boats Podcast. Peace out.